Welcome to the King, actually the Queen and the Brain podcast. I'm Natalie, the Confidence Coach, and welcome to the Virtual Hero series. Along with my wonderful Virtual Hero guests, we will be talking about virtual assistant hints and tips, as well as bits about confidence. Sit back, relax, but not too relaxed if you're driving, and enjoy the learnings, banter, and laughter from the Queen, the Brain, and all her guests. Good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to Virtual Hero Series. This is, I am, I am Natalie King and I am the VA Confidence Coach. And today I am delighted to introduce you to a fellow Natalie, which is going to be a really weird conversation today. <laughs> and she <laughs> is a general VA who does social media based in Windlesham in Surrey. And she specializes in organizing her clients. Doesn't that sound great? Love <laughs> well, it. Please, welcome <laughs> Natalie to the Virtual Hero Series. Really excited to have you. So would you like to say hi? Hi, thanks for having me. It's a, it was an honor to be asked. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So as I mentioned before we started recording, I just have a few little questions to ask you. So nothing too scary. And it's a way to introduce what VAs do for people. Because one, one of the targets or the ideas behind the virtual series or virtual hero series is to let business owners and people realize how important VAs are within the business community and how much support and help they provide for a variety of businesses, whether you were one person band or you have staff or you are medium sized, VAs are just the, the backbone of business mm-hmm. world. And I see that Natalie is not disagreeing with me. So you see, we can't. No, I think, <laughs> I think, no, definitely having assistance with in whatever which way you can helps you grow your business. Mm-hmm. So it, it gives you the opportunity to concentrate on the things that you started your business for. So it takes away the mundane day-to-day tasks that you have to do to run a business, but it then releases you to, to be able to go and do the creative or do the holistic or whatever your business is. It gives you that time and energy to put into your why, basically. So it stops you from having to do everything within your business and you have the support. Whereas, especially if you, like myself as a coach, I don't want to have employees, but I need help with odd little bits or just the running of something. So it's great. So this is what VAs do for us. One thing I have noticed over the years when I've been networking or just talking with VAs is the misconception that business owners have about VAs have you come across this and is this something that you've noticed um I do find that people think that we want to take over their businesses that is a very common misconception that as a virtual assistant we're going to come in and we're going to take over and we're going to steal all your clients and we're going to you're going to be out of business within six months this isn't true we don't as virtual assistants well I can only speak for myself but I know that I have my business because it's I love what I do and it's helping other people. 
I don't necessarily have the skills or the knowledge or the experience to be a business coach, to be a top presenter in um, a network marketing company or um, a LinkedIn specialist. I don't have those skills to be able to provide to my clients, but I do have the skills, the experience and the knowledge to be able to support those business owners. So whatever happens at the end of the day, it's still going to be their business. I'm just there to give them a helping hand. So it's also another another thing that I find is that a lot of people think that we we want to be working for you for like 30 hours a month straight off the bat. Whereas we really we it's something that we understand won't necessarily always work. So that's why I always suggest that they book a block of hours. So there's no retainer. There's no tied in contract straight away you just buy a block of hours use that block of hours and if it works it works carry on if it doesn't you say goodbye and both of you are free to go your separate ways so there's a lot I think lockdown has helped stop the misconceptions because everyone has had to go online Mm. everyone has had to go virtual I spoke to one lady at the beginning of lockdown last year who I'm not I didn't actually end up working with because I wasn't the right fit it was absolutely fine but she said that she usually has an assistant come into her office and then she realized that that wasn't going to happen anymore so she needed to find somebody virtual so she had realized that she was having to pivot hate that word now used to love it but (laughs) she's got to that point now where she realized that she had to switch it around and change the way that she works as a business so I mean the the pandemic and lockdown has helped with that a lot but like I said we don't want to take over businesses we like to help. We're, we're natural helpers. So that's why we want to come in and help you run your business, not take it away. <laughs> wow. And, and that, that's something I've not actually heard myself. I've heard a lot of other stuff, but I've not heard that one. So that's quite interesting. Mm. So what can be so what can business owners or people who are watching this do to help combat these negative uh, perceptions or this misconception that you've come across? Speak to a virtual assistant. Communication is key. I mean, I love talking. My mum said that I came out talking. I don't. I never shut up. Apparently, <laughs> I think communication is absolutely imperative. And we don't bite. We're not horrible. We're not Mrs. Trunchbull off of Matilda. We're not going to bite your head off. It speak to one, two, three VAs, however many you want to, to get an idea of what we do as a service, as an industry. Mm. Go online. There are lots of different um forums and different groups on facebook linkedin instagram places like that look up virtual assistants and find out what they do they don't always have to be a specialist they don't always have to specialize in one thing or the other it's what you want them to do you ask them to do that and they will do it within reason of course and again it's like you said it's it's communicating it's finding out what what do VAs do because all VAs are different I know that you were different and of course you have a different personality than maybe another general VA and you have slightly different skills Mm -hmm. to another general VA so this is this is is great communicate fantastic what got you started as a VA what made you take the leap from what you're doing before I 
was so ever since I was 15 I've always worked in a customer service based industry from serving fish and chips to sweeping the hairdresser's floor to <laughs> running an, a busy um, customer services department for a courier company to then working as a recruitment consultant so there's lots of hours oh, and I worked up at the airport I've done lots jack of many <laughs> so it master of some um yeah but I, I love helping people. It's it's something that I've always wanted to do. And it's what I thrive within all of my roles that I've had previously. So when we as a family moved to Windlesham in 2018, I actually gave up my job because it was too far to commute. And I was settling the kids in and everything. And I had an idea in my head anyway, pretty, about six months before that, I decided that I wanted to do something for myself anyway. Um and that I wanted to be more available for my children and I wanted to be able to not have to worry about booking the holidays off and mm. things like that. So when we moved, we um, I took some time off and started looking for a part-time job, but all of them were restricted. And the amount of times I was told, sorry, Natalie, you didn't get the role, you are overqualified. Ooh, because I was painful when that happens. I even had one company who actually were completely truthful with me and said that we can't trust you to be able to um commit to the role because you are a single mum and they and they were single mums themselves when they started their business wow. so yeah that kind of kicked me in the gut a little bit because I, I was only imagine. recently a single mum yeah <laughs> so because they said that there wasn't any backup at home there wasn't any anyone else to call if something went wrong with the kids. So in the end, I said, right, do you know what? That's it. I'm going to do this. I got myself a little part-time job in a local pub three days a week while the kids were at school. And around that, I built my business. I got an amazing mentor who I'm still in touch with now. And she still is helping me. And we, I built my business. And then when I was, went in, when we went into lockdown last year, um, I was furloughed by the pub and unfortunately was made redundant at the end of, the first lockdown but during that time I'd have had the time and the effort to be able to really 100% focus my marketing and I had enough clients and enough work coming in to be able to replace that salary from the pub so I went completely 100% full-time self-employed then but I had been working around the kids and the job and everything else before that wow but it was, but it, it, yeah it was it, just to make sure that I could be available when they needed me it just goes to show that that you can make choices you don't have to uh, follow the norm and just keep trying to get a job and then get everybody your family in schooling to fit around the job is taking control taking that control and saying okay what can I do what skills have I got what can I what do I enjoy doing and going for it and and well done on getting a mentor to help you through this process because oh yeah she's amazing often, Oh, definitely. Um, people do it on yeah. their own. So, it, so, yeah. So, so what? Yeah, I'm going to put my confidence hat on here. <laughs> so what, is it, what does confidence mean to you? Um, I am. Confidence is a, a feeling, I believe. It's something that you feel within yourself and it's what you project. So I think if that's the route you wanting to go down with this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious what, no. what, what, what confidence means for you. 
confidence I am confident that I can do the job that I tell my clients I can do because I have the knowledge and the experience and the and sometimes the sheer audacity to just crack on and do it <laughs> determination determination that's the word determination, determination. Yes. But, no confidence is a feeling that you that you know that you have got the the experience and the knowledge and the know-how to do what you say you can do and you can confidently say I can provide x y and or z for you so it's it's having all of the tools behind you to be able to do say what so that's what I believe confidence is a feeling that you feel in yourself about what you're doing yeah there we go great I like the way you describe it so how has your confidence um journey been with building your comf- building your business how how's your what's happened with your confidence um as I said at the beginning of it at the journey I was uh, quite a newly single mum so my confidence had taken a severe knock and especially with then all of these interviews where I was either a overqualified b a single parent c not the right fit um you know or I couldn't work eight till six with with no break at all you know it's Mm -hmm. it did knock me a lot um but it it grew by taking on small projects providing the work that they asked for and getting testimonies back and getting good reviews back from those people and then getting the repeat business from them that helped build my confidence um my family my parents and my sisters are huge huge cheerleaders of mine and I I couldn't have done it without them, to be perfectly honest. So they've helped me build my confidence as well, because they, even when I'm having a lapse, I mean, those mind monkeys are horrible <laughs> and they are, they literally need to be caged. But they, if I'm having a lapse or I get in touch with my mentor and I say, I can't do this. I'm going to go and stack shelves in Tesco's. I can't, I can't do it anymore. Um, or I'm going to go back to the pub. I can't do this anymore. She goes, yes, you can. You've got this. You've done it. You are raising two small children. You are running a business. You're keeping a roof over your heads. You're, you're fine. You've got this. It's just every now and then. So my confidence has built over mm. the past two and a half years. But I would say that it does still occasionally lapse, which I believe it does with everybody. So what are some of the, blo- what are some of the blocks that, or the lapses that you find in your confidence? in what 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 causes them yeah what causes the lapses or what would you think is blocking you from growing more confident or in different areas I think I'm for one for one example I am not a very tech minded person I if I could be a virtual assistant by using pen and paper I would (laughs) I'm not the biggest not the biggest techie person and I admit that to every single potential client before they come on board I don't do websites I don't do all the back of house stuff I can't it's not my bag and um, so I can confidently say that I can't do that um but I think when I've had lapses in my confidence before I think it's been if I've been asked to do something that I haven't necessarily done before and I think <gasps> I can't do that because it's just an automatic reaction, isn't it? So I then have to give myself a shake, put my big girl pants on and say, yes, you can. Try it. It's not going to break. It's not going to end the world if you hit the wrong button. It, just try and nine times out of ten, it works. So it, 
I think not having that confidence in myself to be able to perform a task that definitely kicks in the mind monkeys um and then just my general mood if I'm perfectly honest I mean mm. with May being mental health awareness month I suffered with postnatal depression after I had my son and that manifested as anxiety and panic attacks so sometimes my my, my mood's low mm. I don't have any confidence in myself I, I can't do it I can't raise my children I can't even cook those mind monkeys <laughs> seem to come out of their cage yeah, I can't even cook a dinner. You know, I'm like, that's it, I'm done. So, <laughs> so you just have to, it's just one of those things that you just have to say, no, I can, you are capable. But yeah, I think that it all, there's lots of different factors that can knock your confidence. So one, one thing that I tell some of my clients to to do and that is to celebrate their what they've achieved to celebrate something that you've done celebrate a testimonial but actually celebrate it and even put it on a notice board somewhere on what you're celebrating because that way you can see the the celebration so you can put oh great testimonial from joe blogs today and you just put on a notice board somewhere and you you really celebrate it celebrate it any way that you can whether it's doing a little dance in the in on the kitchen floor you, well in the kitchen not on the kitchen floor but in the yeah. kitchen doing you know doing a little jig taking five minutes you know um hugging your kids or whatever it is just a little celebration because what that does is it actually reaffirms it in your brain and you're telling your brain this you've done this you've achieved this when you don't celebrate and you just like, oh, yeah, okay, another testimonial, great, and you just carry on going, what you're telling your brain is that these things aren't important. But when you celebrate these little little achievements, little, big, medium size, it doesn't matter, but you celebrate each milestone, each achievement that you've made, even if it takes 30 seconds, you're telling your brain these are important and what it does is it starts to deal with those mind monkeys. Mm -hmm. When you do this often enough, your brain will go, hang on a minute. No, we got that great testimony from, from Joe Bloggs. We, we did this. We've done this. So go away, mind monkeys. And it's a process. And that is one way that you can start to reaffirm your confidence, especially in those times when you feeling low, feeling like I can't do this, oh, I quit, I'm done. You can then look at your notice board and you just see your notes, you know, so-and-so has done this or post-its or however you want to do it. And it's just a simple way to just remind yourself, actually, I'm great, I can do this. So just a little tip there for you if to, to help you through yeah. the, the, the slumps. I, I do celebrate the, the wins, definitely, but it's a good idea. I don't actually write them down and put them anywhere. So, like, for instance, when I, when, like I said, I replaced the, the pub's money, my income from the pub last year, and my mentor said to me, own it, mm. put it all over social media, put that you've had this massive win. She said, it is a massive win. She said, and you will see that everybody is going to be really – happy for you and everything so little things like so yeah I did um and I ha I do have a, um, a board upstairs with my post-it notes on it tell it reminds me of why I do what I do um silly little things like the profit that I want to make this year the holiday that I've booked for next year. 
yeah like a vision board but it's because I'm quite analytical mm. I don't do it as pictures I do it as a post-it note vision board can be words vision boards can be words it, it's yeah it's it's the vision that you see so it might be words, but you're not standing there going, today I'm going to do this. You see it <laughs> and it's instantly in your head. You don't have to yeah. read everything. You see it. So, yeah, put on there some of the, the smaller wins that you have and not always the massive wins. Because, yes, people share the massive wins, but they forget to share or acknowledge the small wins. Definitely. And Do every day you are having wins. Yes. But you're not yeah. acknowledging them. So No, you just get on with it. <laughs> exactly so try start to acknowledge your little wins they are just as important as the large ones i'll let you know yes Definitely. i look forward to it so what are some of the stumbling blocks that a va starting out might come across or what did you come across as a new va um managing my time when I first started yeah I know I'm very good like I said I'm very good at organizing other people but having having one or two clients was very easy because I could just say I can do that tomorrow because it wasn't it wasn't an urgent deadline or I'll do that later I can sit here and binge watch something for two hours it's not a problem but then as the client list started to build up it was then retraining my brain to actually prioritize get it all done and it okay it only took me a week or so to get into a new routine but it was it was that leveling up mm. and making sure that I leveled up with it so for instance I put some of my prices up at the beginning of the year and that was a stumbling block for me because I didn't think that I could but my mentor said to me you've been doing this for two years now you can put your prices up to reflect your experience. Ah, so I did. Good news. I like to hear this. Yes. So I did. And I have had people, they're coming, they're hopefully coming on board in the next couple of weeks, but they've taken the new price package and didn't even mm. query it. So it's, it's when you find that you've hit one level and then you have to level up to the next stage if you want to I mean if you're quite happy where you are at that amount if you don't need to earn anymore you don't want to earn anymore that's entirely up to you but when it gets to that point where you think actually I need to step this up a gauge or two then it's that mindset of mm. do I deserve this money do have I earned this raise am I worthy of that extra client or that extra mm. you know that extra job that I've just pitched for or something so it's there is that but oh the, another big thing is is do not fear rejection it's mm -hmm. not personal yeah because in any business any business yeah but when you're going if you're I mean, you've seen the posts that people put out for a VA and they all say I need a VA and 30 people within five minutes have added their their links in mm -hmm. which is amazing that there's so many great people out there that can help but if you then get to the point where you are like top five and they've picked out that they want to speak to you and then they speak to you and they decide to go with somebody else don't then bury your head in a pot of Ben and Jerry's it happens it's nothing personal it could be you a just, variety of reasons 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. So don't take it personally. That's my biggest thing. And these are two really great bits of advice is not to take um, rejection personally and not to and to time manage. I mean, this is these are really useful tips for any business, but especially if you're starting out as a VA. And just from us talking today, having a I know you say, you say it's a coach, um, a mentor, but mentor or a coach to start out. Has that really helped? Because obviously, you know, me being the, the VA confidence coach, is this is what I'm trying to do is help VAs to go. But you've gone that route. Um, has that yeah. made a big difference? Oh, oh, definitely. I wouldn't have been where I am now without that support. Um, purely because we as human beings always look for validation. We, we always want somebody to say you're doing great or mm, not quite tweak it a little bit. We always need that person. You need someone in your camp to be able to tell you to knock ideas around with and to, to give you that little bit of guidance in the right direction. So most definitely for anyone who's thinking of starting up as a VA, if they wanted to get a coach or a mentor, then I would 100% recommend it. Even if you think that it's not a cost that you're going to be able to do or a cost that you think is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not realistic, but something, a cost that you can't balance out against the pros and the cons of getting it. Mm. I I would seriously, seriously yeah, but what's the long term cost of not having the help? Because just exactly. think you had that help during lockdown when you were in that time of, you know what, I, I'm just gonna quit. You know, you you're trying to build a new business, you're homeschooling, you just doing all sorts. Yeah. That's when it's so easy to think, you know what, I'm done. Whereas I was having quite- that coach or a mentor saying, actually, no do this, try this, have you looked at this? Yeah. I mean, I was quite lucky that I had, I'd met my mentor the year before. So we'd been working together for a year and I'd laid the basic foundations of the business. Um, But like you say, it was just to have that somebody to say, yeah, you're doing a great job, carry on. Mm. Or someone that I could say, I'm about to send this proposal to a potential client. Do you think it's okay? So yeah, definitely. Like you said, the long-term cost-effectiveness of it majorly outweighs the initial cost. So who is your ideal client? Oh, this has changed. See, this this has changed. I've had to pivot my ideal client. Um, My... (laughs) My ideal client is a a small entre- small business entrepreneur, um, somebody who has got either no team or up to say five to ten people already working with them. Um, someone who I don't know really. It's someone who is flexible enough to be able to take on a virtual assistant. Someone who knows and recognises that they need the help, but they're not sure where they need it from. Um, I mean, I could go into the, like the names and where they live and all of the other. Oh no, 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 no. We don't need the full ideal client genre of it. No, but no, just someone who is flexible in the sense that they know that I'm not coming in to take over their business. They're realistic that they know that they need help to be able to grow their business, and somebody who has a sense of humour, because I can't work with someone that does. 
<laughs> and th this is important, like you said, is having a sense of humor because this is it's it's having similar ideals or values to you as well. Yeah, definitely. Honesty, mm -hmm. honesty, and sense of humor is 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 up there. I mean, oh. it, you've you've got to be you've got to be. I mean, I I've been very honest with my clients over the past ten days that I've not been very well and that I'm not running at top speed. And they're going to have to bear with me. Their work will get done. It might not necessarily get done at the speed it normally is, but it's getting done. And they've all come back to me and said, don't worry about it. You get better. It's and fine. again, there's the communication, isn't it? There's yeah. the communicating with your clients saying, this is what's happening. Just bear with me. Whereas if you don't say anything, then they wonder what's happening. But when, if you know what's happening, it's like, okay, cool. And they, you can make plans around that. Yep, so, exactly. So what is the best, bit of advice you've ever been given just in, in general stay in your own lane don't worry about what everyone else is doing stay in your own lane there is, is good um, advice it, it, the, the, the other one was is there's a lot of sliced loaves in tesco's <laughs> i like that one i've never i've never heard that I like that. I don't one. know if I heard that one or if I kind of made that one up myself, to be honest. But I said it to somebody the other day, and that I'm sure she said it um, to me first. Own it. Own it. I'll own that one. No, there is. I mean, there's so many different different people out there and different ways that people work. And stay in your own lane. You you know what you want. Keep your eyes forward. Don't worry about what Joe Blogs down the road is doing. If you want to do what you're doing, carry on. So what, how can people find you? I uh, have got a website. I have got LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram, which admittedly have been neglected for the past four months. But I have scheduled a whole week's worth. Oh, excuse me. I have scheduled a whole week's worth yesterday while I was sat there binge watching rubbish on the telly because I didn't feel well and I just sat there and I yeah so I I'm, I'm on social media um as FCFBA services and as my kids are always telling me I'm always on my phone so Facebook messenger is always a great way to get hold of me um but no or just pop me an inquiry through the website and so as you know I'm a confidence coach because <laughs> I didn't tell you that before did I <laughs> so what so in confidence or about confidence you let me start this again I'm, i need to put my teeth back in don't Ooh. i <laughs> so this is where i let people ask me anything about around confidence so do you have a burning question or just ask me anything around confidence i actually think you've already answered it to be honest because mine would have been with me how can i go forward and stop the mind monkeys from killing my confidence and I really think that the suggestion of having it written down when people compliment me for my work or send me a really nice review even if I just write it on a post-it note and put it up with everything else that's on my board upstairs I really do think that will help to be perfectly honest um I'm quite a confident person anyway <laughs> some would say that it's I've got more front than Tesco's or black or bright and pier that was the one here yeah. more front than bright and pier um but i just i don't that is the only time that i do suffer with my confidence is when i have a, a lapse of oh my god i can't do this but i do really think that the making it visual of 
when I have done something right and I have received that little appellation for it, then definitely I do think that I'm going to try that one for sure. Well, just extending on that one is uh, just for anybody who's listening and that might not be, I'll give another tip just for for yeah. the audience, is having a, um, well, what is either called a happiness or gratitude or some sort of diary or journal. And at the end of the day, you write in your successes, your achievements, your your things. So you've just, you've got the written in just three or four, three to five a day. And that way, when you're really feeling down, you can also then look through the diary. Because I know some people prefer prefer to have it in a journal form than they would most probably as a as a vision board visual and you like pictures on your vision board is a way then you can you can do that is have it in a, a journal or a diary or you know whatever a little notebook and every day you just write each success this I achieved this I got a great testimonial or wow I hopped onto a podcast today and I did it yay you know, little things. It's it, reminding yourself about the little things, but the reasoning still stays as it was when we talked about it. Is it's a great way to build your confidence, but it's also a great way to start to keep those little mind monkeys quiet. <laughs> they just get there and they just get into your head. They do, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming today. I really appreciate um you being here, being one of my guests on the Virtual Heroes uh, series, showing us what VAs can do. And as I said earlier, VAs are the backbone of the business community, especially for the likes like coaches like myself, mentors, small business owners, web designers, copywriters. And if I've missed anything out, you're still in that there. I can't name everything. But I just want to say thank you so much, Natalie, for coming today. I really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun and you've had some really great tips, especially about time management. Yeah, (laughs) that's a tip I should take for myself. (laughs) Maybe we need to talk. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure we do. (laughs) But it's been fantastic uh, speaking to you. I know we have um, known each other on and off for the last few months, I think, or since about six months. Oh, it's been a while. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's been really great. And thank you so much. And thank you, everybody, for watching. And please do like and share the channel. I would appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. So take care. Bye. I hope that you have enjoyed the session on the Virtual Heroes series. Please feel free to share this with any Virtual Heroes that you know or who would be interested. If there's any topic that you would like me to cover, do let me know. And until next time, have a great day. Bye.